Hey y'all, it's your girl Jaya and you're back with another episode of When She Speaks. It's episode two and today we're going to talk about relationships. The topic of discussion today is, is the grass really greener on the other side? Today I have a special guest with me. Her name is Asia and she is widely renowned in the mental health community. Well, at least my mental health community. Asia has shared a wide amount of experiences and things throughout life which aid her in being on this podcast today. So tune in, it's gonna be good. Okay, so I pulled this quote from Selling Sunset. And if y'all know anything about Selling Sunset, Selling Sunset is just about real estate, but that's neither here nor there. So she, what she was saying in the podcast was, or not the podcast, girl. What she was saying in the show was um, she said sometimes you have to water the grass you already have and don't go out and find new grass. And for me, I was just fresh, fresh into a breakup. So that really hit hard for me because I'm like, why not just try in the relationship as opposed to leaving? But now I have a little bit more understanding on which why a person would leave in a relationship, um, especially if nothing was like wrong, they had to leave for them. But um, I just took that as in work for what you have, because if you keep searching for all these different things and all these different people, like you're never going to get what you need to get out of the relationship. So, um, I agree with you, and I think too, especially dealing with even relationships, whether they be platonic or romantic, too, you have to put in the work because all relationships they take work, they take a lot of sacrifices, they take a lot of effort, and it's just like if you focus on that and focus on building that foundation with that person or your partner you know that's the most important thing instead of when things get hard and things and shit hits the fan then she's like okay well I'm gonna just go get into a new relationship it's just like why not you know put effort into that relationship whether things went wrong or whether you know you had a disagreement it's like people tend to leave as soon as things happen or like as soon as things hit the fan they're just like well this ain't gonna work or I don't think it's gonna work and it's just like you haven't even tried it's just like on one thing you just like well you know I'm gonna break up or things like that so it's just like you have to really focus on what you have rather than going out and looking for it somewhere else or thinking that you're gonna be satisfied somewhere else I think J. Cole he says it too in one of his songs where he was just like um I think it's love yours actually and really focusing on loving yourself and loving what you have already. Mm-hmm. Like, you can have a big house or a small house, but as long as the people in that motherfucker love you dearly, that's what mm-hmm. he said in the song. So it's just like, as long as you have people that are going to pour into you, you can't just go out and think, you know, things get hard or things hit the fan. Oh, I'm going to just go find something else. I'm going to find something else. I think it's like, in our generation, I think it's FOMO. Like, that fear of missing out. I think a lot of people leave stuff because it's just like, you know, what if I am missing out on something that's better without even realizing, like you said, realizing what's um, in front of you. And actually, on this topic, uh, I know you said you mentioned platonic relationships, too. And I think with this, it's important to realize, like, okay, you can't keep, like, for for example, I have a... I don't even know if I want to say friend really anymore, but it's always like, it's always an excuse as to why like we're not talking, they're not speaking or anything like that. But really it's like, I put in the effort and I did what I was supposed to do in the friendship. Right. But, you know, I can't keep myself in this situation. I can't keep you around because you're not putting in the same amount of effort that I am like it's not that I'm busy it's not that I need space I hate when people try to tell me I need space 
How do you know if I need space? (laughs) How do you know if I need space when, you know, if I need a space, I think you should probably ask me if I need space as opposed to assuming that I need space and then causing an issue within the friendship because you think I need space. But no, really, like you just don't check in on me. And you're mistaken, like, you not checking in on me as in I need space. But really, like, I've been here the whole time. You know, life goes on. We all have things we're dealing with. But I never once said I needed space. Exactly. People, It's just like people have things going on. And it's, you know, I'm pouring into y'all, but y'all don't have anything to pour into me. Like, that shows you and, and tells you, like, who is genuine, who is really supposed to be in your circle because I've had to go through a lot of that like thinking people were my friends and it wasn't that it was just literally like I was like a dump for people like mm-hmm. oh, I'm gonna dump all my problems on you and suck all your energy and then come back when I need more of your energy mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just like never once Aisha how you doing or you know things like that so people really and then like you said people will gaslight you and to think that it's your fault that the relationship or you know friendship is dead like no i'm not like you beating a dead horse girl if you don't want to reciprocate that same energy then we won't talk and that's okay you know there's no beef there's no bad blood and that's another thing people tend to think if once i stop talking we must be beefing i'm not beefing beefing. i'm just done with you (laughs) I'm, i'm not beefing with nobody it is what it is you know we're at a certain point where beef is unnecessary you know i I don't need to have any type of bad blood it just is what it is you do your thing i'm gonna do mine like that's all but people guilty people take that the wrong way Mm -hmm. like when they know that they've done wrong you're not messing with me like you switched up you changed and da 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 oh god (laughs) like i changed like okay you're not going to analyze your behavior, but you're going to analyze mine. Okay. Got it. Okay. Got it. But then it's just like, yeah, you're supposed to change. You're not supposed to stay um, the same. Okay, now we're going to get into the bulk of the episode. Of course, we did get a little bit off track because, you know, when you've been through things and you're feeling all the feels... You usually get off track just a little bit. It's natural. But yes, let's go ahead and get into the bulk of the podcast. Okay, so we'll get into the icebreaker portion of the podcast. So um, what are some of your deal breakers in a relationship or what were your deal breakers in the past? And I'll let you go first. Um, what are my deal breakers? My deal breakers are sagging. <laughs> Please do not show your drawers. Like, I do not want to see no booty cracks or nothing like that, okay? Uh, but no, for real. Um, I don't think they know the um, the history behind it. I don't right, think a lot I don't of our think people, they do. Yeah. And that alone, too, so goes to show how uneducated the black community can be, but, you know we're willing to educate and that's what we're here for but deal breakers in in a relationship for me are um nonchalantness i don't like that so i guess i would tie that to being emotionally unavailable Mm -hmm. and just really having horrible communication skills and um all i can really like think of right now because those have been like the biggest things in my past relationships and current right now so Mm -hmm. definitely those for sure um yeah what about you what would you say um deal breakers in a relationship definitely lack of communication um i know that's something that we have to work on in the black community mm-hmm. um but we can't continue to <laughs> push him down <laughs> um yeah that's something we have to we can't continue to blame it on oh my dad wasn't there my mother wasn't there this is why i have poor communication like no like learn how to communicate if you want to be successful in your relationship because communication is going to get you through a lot 
you literally everything in life literally you have to communicate through you got to communicate at work you got to communicate with the cashier to tell them that you need 40 on pump nine like you got to communicate through everything and if you don't communicate with people like how are people gonna um know what you need it's like that saying when they say closed mouths don't get fed like literally you have to you have to communicate that's just it so communication um and dudes are horrible. Men are no, horrible with it. Men are horrible with communication. Um, another thing I would say, uh, and this kind of just falls into my, like, love languages. Like, I need quality time. Like, I need you to spend time with me. And I'm not talking about spend time with me while you over here working on this project in the living room and I'm over here watching TV. Like, no, sit down. We're both going to actually do something together. Like... We're going to actually do something together. <laughs> right. Um, I think a lot of, especially, and this just goes back to me, and a lot of men think that they can just sit in a room with you and that be like, you know, quality time. And it's it's not. Yeah. Um, and I say that like on a personal experience, because like I just, I know work has been put above me in my last relationship. And then it came to, oh, we're going to spend time together after this, like, after I get this work done, right. you know? And, and I'm not going for that. I'm not going for that. Yeah. Because there are some men that, you know, they can be, like, at work but texting you simultaneously while they're doing that work. So there shouldn't be anything wrong with, you know, the, I, don't, I, don't feel like, I don't feel like anybody's too busy. Yeah, as far as relationship, you make time for what you want to make time for. And yeah, honestly, if work's gonna be your priority, just don't even get in a relationship. To be honest, just don't even mess right. with me because I just I could have did without. To be honest, I could have definitely did without. Um, another deal breaker. Um, you know, you don't gotta go to school. you don't gotta go to school because i think that especially in our society now like especially with us millennials like gen z we you know we're making it happen without school we don't have Mm -hmm. to go to school but you need to be doing something with your life you don't need to be laid up on your mama's couch you know eating cheetos and playing video games all day like you need to be doing have some type of drive in your life and i think that's one of the most um attractive things to me as far as men goes, it's just having drive and like um, having that motivation to do better and want better for your life. So definitely have some sort of drive. Like you don't gotta be, you don't have to own a house or you know, even have your own place. Cause I know some people, especially with how high stuff is now, I know some people are just getting out of school and they wanna save up to buy a house and stuff like that. Have some type of drive, be doing something. Yeah. Because if you're just, we just don't, I don't like lazy men. I shouldn't be doing more than you. And I think that I was having a conversation with somebody the other day. Um, I think men get intimidated by me because I have a lot going on. Yeah. I don't think, I think that's one thing that's like uh, a big elephant in the room that men try to dance around. It's mm-hmm. just like, it's okay to have a woman that has a lot going for herself. Cause I think some people, some men tie that to, they feel less than a man. Like, mm-hmm. if my woman has a lot going on for herself, then I, I don't feel like I'm a man because, you know, she's doing more than I am or she's making more than I am. And it's just, like, really, it shouldn't be looked at like that. I feel like going into a relationship, having that type of mindset, it really shouldn't be. Like, because that's going to... You need to go into a relationship as far as, like, being partners. Mm-hmm. Like, how can we help each other grow mm-hmm. instead of it being competition? Mm-hmm. And all our goals don't have to align. Exactly. You know, we don't have to be the same exact person. Yeah. That's boring. But as long as we have a equal dynamic of we both are go getters, we both have things going for ourselves, and we're pouring into each other. It's like mm-hmm. an equal balance. Mm-hmm. And some men really, once they, especially black women, you know, they think she got a lot going for herself. She got this going, this going, and she's, you know, healed and she loves herself and mm-hmm. she's confident in who she is as a woman, you know, because we tend to look at just the external, but looking at the internal too, it's just like men really run from that or they try to like 
tear that woman apart and try to purposely hurt that woman Mm -hmm. instead of hurting the woman that's like really not that aware of Mm -hmm. the things you know and it's just like I don't know. That reminds me of I was watching a um TikTok, I think yesterday or the day before, and uh it was like of another podcast, but what they were saying was that um black men especially, you know how they're behind and like well most men are behind in their maturity anyway, but mm-hmm. they tend to hold on to women who don't have uh, goals as mm-hmm. a means to like catch up. Exactly. And then like level up to the the woman that they're supposed to be with because yeah. if you know they start with the woman that's like above their standards or got her shit together, then mm-hmm. like it's gonna intimidate the fuck out of them. Yeah. It's almost as if they use the woman with no goals as like a placemat. Mm-hmm. Like I'm gonna use you just for this placemat until I know that I'm at the the level where I can get the woman that I actually want. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you heard this uh, saying before, but they say that most men marry the woman. They married the woman they didn't like. The second choice. Yeah, it's just basically like they married the woman that is is available to mm-hmm. them and not who they actually want. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, it really just makes me question even marriage. Mm-hmm. Like I'm just like, ooh. Like, you know, but, you know, sometimes I, I have to look at marriage in a different aspect, too. But marriage does sometimes scare me, though. Like, it really does. Oh, it definitely scares me because I've seen, like, just videos of women saying, like, they get, they're getting divorced after decades. Like, yeah, 30 plus years. And I'm just like, divorced? Like, we're not getting divorced. Like, we can work this out. Mm-hmm. Like, but. But I think that also goes into, like, that's kind of older generation. I think that goes into them being comfortable mm-hmm. um, with what they have going on. Like, yeah, they have, they, you know, they do the cooking and the cleaning. They have, like, a roof over the head. Like, kids are taken care of. Like, everything's financially taken care of. But are you happy, though? And exactly. I think that's one thing that our generation is not going for. Mm-hmm. We're not about to stay in something that we're not happy in at least for long yeah. like at least until we learn that lesson you know what i'm saying so we're not our grandmas no anymore. we're not our grandmas <laughs> our granddaddies like mm-hmm. that's it i'm not sticking with you through thick and thin while you cheat on me and have multiple families and do all of this and you know because some like talking to older couples and relationships that is something that they do say like you know just working things out and just never giving up on mm-hmm. each other i get that to a certain extent i'm not about to compromise my mental health myself and just my physical being just to say that i'm with somebody and mm-hmm. to make my family work mm-hmm. like you're not about to compromise my mental health you're not about to compromise me as a woman and my confidence or anything like that or my awareness as a woman and i feel like that's where we go wrong as far as the black community and women because I think we're just supposed to bend over backwards and keep bending over backwards and keep. And I'm not doing that. No, I'm not. I'm not. But I that's... know what I deserve, and not saying that our grandmas did not know what they didn't deserve, but it's just like what was that readily mindset. available. Yeah, yeah. It's just like I'm not. I don't. I'm detaching from that mindset. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I think that goes. <clears throat> that goes into us loving ourselves too because you know once we love ourselves and once we reach like new heights we're not gonna put up with certain things anymore Mm -hmm. and I think that's where I'm at right now with relationships I don't want to I do not want to put myself in another situation where I'm giving more than I'm receiving like I need to love myself like completely and the thing is you know when I had gotten into my last relationship, I really, really thought I loved myself, like, for real. Like, you cannot tell me that I didn't love myself. And I think to a certain extent, but uh, this is a whole whole nother topic, but I want to speak on this. Mm-hmm. I think that a lot of unhealed trauma was coming up in my relationship um, that I didn't fix. So that kind of, like came into me like really realizing okay like maybe I don't love myself completely because I'm still using this person as a little bit of a crutch because 
you know i don't have a good relationship with my mom or like um i wasn't hurt as a child like these different things so i'm really really trying to get um back on the path of like complete and whole self-love i guess become a hoe period <laughs> like that's it <laughs> become a hoe period but see i think that's that's like the important thing with relationships too like it will bring out you know what you need to like heal within yourself mm-hmm. but there's like a thin line between that too it's mm-hmm. just like I don't know that it's just that's real sticky like re- relationships will you know a certain certain relationships will make you see mm-hmm. what you need to heal within mm-hmm. yourself as far as like your inner child or just you as a woman as far as like you know do I love myself or am I depending on this man to to love me mm-hmm. to love myself you know if that makes sense we mm-hmm. tend to depend on a man to love us so that we can love ourselves mm-hmm. it's just like once he loves me then I'm gonna love myself mm-hmm. it shouldn't be like that it should be like you love me and I love myself already. Mm-hmm. You, your love is just adding on to the love that I'm already giving myself. And that's where we women, we go wrong at that too. Falling in love with potential. Falling yes. in love with potential. Okay, Summer Walker, we're we no. not, we not doing that. No <laughs> <laughs> we're no. not doing that no more. The whole you got potential is either you got it or you don't. Don't. You got it together or you don't. Yeah. Honestly, I can't afford to deal with men who don't got it together. Yeah. You know, we can't both not have it together. Like, right. that's just that. Well, let me ask you this. Um, mm-hmm. Do you feel as though you can go into a relationship not completely unhealed, I guess, or like mostly healed, but still got some things that you're working on and that still be like beneficial for you or do you feel like you need to go in like 100% like you got it all together but then again like people do people really have it together that's a good question because I'm dealing with that right now and I'm realizing that no you don't have to be 100% healed because I honestly too don't think that there is a thing of being 100% healed Mm -hmm. because healing is not linear it's Mm -hmm. not like okay once I do this then I'm be healed it's it's always gonna be an up uh, uphill up and down thing you know mm-hmm. it's always gonna be just sporadic you know mm-hmm. so I don't think that you have to go into a relationship quote unquote a hundred percent healed but I think you should go into a relationship more aware than you were from your previous relationship mm-hmm. like you know I learned this from our my past relationship so I'm gonna do this differently in my you know current relationship or new relationship so. I'm I'm learning that too because right now I'm thinking like Aisha you need to be 100% healed before you can have the man that you desire or the man that you, your ideal man but I'm constantly reminding myself that I don't have to be healed like he is going to find me and we're going to come together and meet each other right where we are and mm-hmm. we're going to build each other up and you know pour into each other and mm-hmm. really heal each other because sometimes I think healing Two is being in a relationship that helps you heal. Mm-hmm. Like, if that makes sense. Like, you won't know what you need to heal until you probably get into a, a new relationship. Mm-hmm. You're like, okay, now I know I need to, I'm more aware on this, so let me work on that within that relationship, you know. So, no, I don't think you need to be, quote unquote, 100% healed because I don't think that that's the thing. And then, two, honestly, I've never, I don't think that there is like, got it together like you know what I'm saying like as far as you know I need to go into this relationship and make sure everything is together you know I need to make sure I love myself and Mm -hmm. do all this and you know have all this together but it's just like again like I said earlier your person is going to meet you where you're at Mm -hmm. and y'all going to be able to pour with into each other to get y'all where y'all need to be you Mm -hmm. know if that makes sense and that's what I think Having that foundation in relationships is so important. Mm-hmm. Rather, and you need to be friends too. It's more so like, so I think that's the mistake in my relationships that have been. Like the mm-hmm. foundation is just not being, and I thought it was, but girl, no. It was a whole bunch of um, love bombing and everything else. So, 
Yeah, I agree. I actually didn't realize that I had a small, you know what, like a communication issue mm-hmm. in my relationship. Not necessarily like communicating to other people because I'm good like with telling my friends what's going on and then like helping them what they have going on. But I didn't right. realize when it got to my relationship that I was semi, like I semi had a problem with communicating like I would literally, you know, if you're not hearing what I'm saying, like, I'm shutting down. Yeah. Like, I'm isolating. Like, yeah. I don't have shit else to say to you because you're not hearing what I'm saying anyway. I don't repeat myself several times. You're not hearing what I'm saying, so <laughs> fuck it. We don't got nothing else to talk about. <laughs> we don't got nothing else to talk talk about, you know? And yeah. that's not good because that's like, I'm, I mean, of course, I'm not in the relationship anymore, but that's when the first breakup had almost happened because... He wasn't communicating. I wasn't communicating. I literally sat on this couch. Look, I sat on this couch. I remember the day. Like, I sat on this couch, um, and I was talking about traveling or something. Like, something small, something stupid. And basically, he's like, I don't want to travel right now. Like, I'm trying to work. Like, the traveling, like, work now, play later. Like, and I really kind of hate that work now, play later, like, mentality mm-hmm. because it's like, damn, I'm, I'm not allowed to enjoy just a small part of my life right now, like, some of it. Right. And, you know, I was just like, I get that. I get you have goals, but we can still enjoy life, you know? Yeah. And he wasn't hearing what I was saying, so I sat on this couch literally from sunup to sundown, and I didn't say shit. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say anything, because I'm like, okay, yeah. you're not... And it was stupid, it was small, but it's just like, what's the sense... What was the sense of me trying to say something to you if you're not hearing that? But that's not good, because no matter how hard the conversation may be, and no matter how hard it may be to, like, regurgitate these words and say what I need to say, like, I just need to do it if it's if the relationship's at stake. But I now I know. Now I know. So, yeah. Um, okay, so let's get to the next question. Um <laughs> Asia says she's been waiting on this one. So, um, what was that thing or things that said, like, made you say, like, just fuck all men, like, fuck them? (laughs) Their existence. (laughs) (laughs) But to be honest, the thing that made me say, like, fuck all men was the fact that so many men can, like, first, men are like i've seen the majority of men are like manipulators or have this like have these narcissistic tendencies Mm -hmm. and i'm realizing that as much as like older i get i'm realizing that that is a thing i don't think men are aware of that themselves that they even do that Mm -hmm. so but why is it men wide though like men wide because all men do it whether you red purple white green yellow Native American, like, you you just, you have those tendencies. And I don't, as a woman, I really try to understand, like, why. But I think it's the whole, like, love bombing and, like, leading women on or purposely coming into a woman's life knowing that you have no intentions on long term, you know, Mm -hmm. or no intentions of even, like, giving her the things that you know that she deserves. It's just, like, men see this, like, woman and she has everything her life is going well she you know she's in tune with herself and then it's just like men be like okay her i'm gonna go into her life and fuck her life up like it's just like i didn't even know who you were before you approached me and then you just came into my life and just turned it up all upside down and then just like i don't know but that alone just the whole love bombing that men do and the whole like just emotional being emotionally unavailable is just like I'm done with y'all. I don't want no... That's why I want to say I want to be a menace to the men, men for the rest of my life because y'all don't... They don't care about... They don't have empathy, I feel like. Mm-hmm. They don't have those empathetic skills because, first of all, they're narcissists. Mm-hmm. They're narcissists. But I know that it's not all men, so I know that 
I, I do know that there are a few good men out there, but but y'all just gave gave the uh, gave the good men a bad rep. Yeah, like, it's already. just like I don't even want to give no more men chances because you never know. Literally, of the three men, well, three to four men that I've dealt with, I'm just like I don't even want to give another man a chance. And I guess it's too because I love hard, mm-hmm. and but I'm learning how to like give that love out in a healthy way though mm-hmm. instead of just pouring my all into somebody like no that's why i'm taking my time with my next relationship because mm-hmm. like i don't the way i feel right now all men can just go to hell yep go straight to hell because the bar isn't hell it's yeah, it's really it's in hell. like the, the i don't know I didn't, these men have made me meet Satan himself. You know, they'd be like, you know, we've been through hell and back. No, I've met Satan and back. I don't, <laughs> I want to meet him no more. I want to meet God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm just tired. So that's really what it is. Just men and their games and their just emotional unavailability. It, well, the facade that they put on. That's what it is. I'm dancing around mm-hmm. it's the facade that they put on. That they're just this perfect person got it going on and it's nothing like that nothing like that i completely agree sis i agree and you pretty much summed up what i wanted to say but i think the craziest thing about it is that you'll get the men like you really will get the narcissists like you know I just went through the worst fucking week of my life and you ain't been talking to me and you right. know trying to make you feel bad but you've been treating me bad this whole right. time you ain't been talking to me you've been <laughs> ignoring me you know you've been Mm-mm. you've been doing everything under the sun yeah you've been talking to homegirl at the same place that i work at <laughs> like you yeah. like that, that that's a no-go no like that that right there I'd have been ready to kill that man. No. Like I'm I I will happily go to jail and be in orange. Okay. No. Like I'm not It's the cluelessness for me. It's the the fact that they act dumb. It's the fact that they act like they don't know what they're doing. Or wanna act like a victim. Exactly. After you did done done what you want to do lie to me cheat on me or whatever the case may be then you want to blame me for it that mm-hmm. goes the gaslighting you want to blame me for what you did and say well you just ain't been there you know i feel like i can't talk to you or we always arguing well we're always arguing because your communication sucks mm-hmm. we always arguing when shit hits the fan because we don't communicate it's the lack of accountability that. yeah. that's what it is it's the lack of accountability and i think as soon as men learn well hell will they ever learn to take accountability like things will get a lot better because like you said we can't keep bending over backwards for people who not even gonna fucking buy me at what money back say he said uh ain't nobody ever bought me a can of vienna sausages (laughs) (laughs) a nigga who's not even gonna pay like buy me like a can of fruit whatever you know can't even buy me a sausage biscuit no for real nothing but I'm over here cooking five course meals for you and doing everything under the sun. <laughs> Bro, I will never ever cook a five course meal for a man that's not my husband <laughs> again. No. Like I don't, I don't I'm not cooking for men at all until no. we probably get that's to a my lot. reception or something. We can make it to reception then I can think about it. No, that's a, a lot. You know how much energy you have to put into cooking? And I think that I don't know. I think that's where I get annoyed with cooking because I'm like, I just put all this effort in. I got to clean. I got to wash the dishes. I got to pack everything up. I just did all this stuff for you and you're still going to treat me like I'm bare minimum, like bottom of the barrel trash. And it's just like, I don't know. I'm not in the business of being treated like trash no more. Mm-hmm. I'm good. And I think that's why like, I'm just cool on relationships because it's just like, first of all, I save so much money. <laughs> I don't have to worry about coming home, seeing nobody's drawers in the middle of the floor, cleaning up, or even, um, like, acting like, you know, I'm okay, or acting like I ain't got an attitude knowing that I do because you're just here and I want to be alone, you know, I like just having my own space mm-hmm. and not being cooped up What a man. It would be lovely, but it's just like, right now I'm at a point in my life, like, I just, I don't got time no more. 
don't got time to, to for the the constant playing games. Like if you on some Summer Walker and Bryson playing it, I don't got time no. for it. Like I just rather you not. And plus, some of these men are just not even interesting anymore. Mm-hmm. Like if it ain't about money, cars, jobs, or what, it's just like it's not not interesting like i don't want to talk about just you know, what are your goals right like do you know anything about like the the, the world itself mm-hmm. like instead of what we would learn mm-hmm. like do you, do you know like, your history yeah do you know yourself mm-hmm. like and that's another thing people tend like when you ask somebody like tell me a few things about yourself they're like well i got this car i'm 26 you know i got this job and just like no but do you know yourself though mm-hmm. besides you didn't have any of that who are you mm-hmm. you know and i think people struggle with that too and that's why some people get into relationships to try to find themselves <laughs> but um i was just talking to this um girl because she had just you know ended a relationship and she you know just kind of was just confused about who she was as a woman i'm just like that's where we go wrong in relationships we get into relationships and then we just put our all into it and we lose ourselves and then we don't even know who we are once that person leaves because we have put all of our identity into this person so that's why it's always good to just be secure within yourself mm-hmm. and i mean i'm 27 i'm still working on you know being secure within myself and not being codependent on a relationship or on a man and stuff like that so Figuring out what Aisha likes, what Aisha wants to do in her free time and not doing what, um, not worrying about a man, you know, mm-hmm. not worrying about what he's doing, you know, like, if I'm texting somebody or whatever the case may be, if I don't get a text, my day is still going on. Right, right. still fine. Yeah. But we as women, we've got to really do better with not losing ourselves in relationships. Mm-hmm. And really being secure, too absolutely so what is one thing that you would have done differently in your last relationship or um something i guess like switching it over to like the things that you're not going to accept into your next because really i mean you can only learn from the past not change what happened in the last relationship because like that's just what it is and it's like I mean I don't know about you but I'm not going back (laughs) I'm not going back I know you're not going back so it's like not even so like more so focused on the last relationship but like I guess like what you're gonna do now not get in any Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) um I think what I'm gonna do differently is be more open to communicating Mm -hmm. and like really identifying love bombing right when it's happening instead Mm of being like in the motions of everything and thinking like oh he's just that into me that he's he just he just knows that i'm the one within a week of me of knowing me it's just like this man couldn't possibly think i was the one Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying so it's just like really being aware more aware Mm -hmm. um because i was not aware in any of my old relationships or past relationships I was just even the ones recently I was not aware like at all I thought you know him love bombing was just like he's just that into me you know he he just must be he just must be that secure in his decision in his mind it's just like no that's all a part of the game to get you where they want you and then for them to show you who they really are as a person and then just for them to be two total different people and then you here you go question yourself as a woman what did i do wrong what did i you didn't do nothing wrong it was something wrong with him all along you know and we just didn't catch that so just being more aware for I'm sure because it's burnt me in the past a lot of not being aware i'm starting to realize that i think it's really important to like not <laughs> we need to stop like self-sabotaging when it comes to healing and saying like oh like what did i do wrong because really mm-hmm. like you didn't do anything like my um my sister's dad was just telling me he was like who would want to leave jaya like <laughs> who would want to leave right. jaya it's like you know i did everything that i was supposed to do yeah and i lived up to the standard that i was supposed to live up to so really it's not a me problem it's a them problem yeah. um and i think 
like you said, just realizing those red flags up front. For me, I know that I'm a caterer. I am a caterer. So, mm. no, you know, anything, girl, I'm, I'm a like, caterer. Like, <laughs> I'm not brushing your hair. Nah. No, like, you know, I would put lotion on my man's feet if he asked me to, you know? Yeah. Like, literally, you need me to put this lotion on your back? Okay, cool. Like, you want something to eat? Cool. I'm going to go get your it. Back but, is far from a I'm not rubbing no one's feet. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> you really love that man? You don't rub his feet. <laughs> I love them corns. Right. But I, um, girl, you know what? I done done worse, but I'm like, we're going to get into it after this podcast. Cause, um, I, the fact that I am a caterer and I'm such a giving person, um, I need to learn when to cut that off Mm -hmm. and when to stop doing so much for people that goes in like daily life that goes in platonic friendships that goes to work that goes to relationships like everything i just i give too much yeah um and that's what j cole said he said i give too much and usually um the people come back and they be using me or some shit that's what he said but um i need to stop giving so much and i need to learn like it's okay to do some things for people but like you don't have to do everything like when i tell you i was doing this man's laundry like he didn't even live here I was in this yeah. man's laundry, right making making sure he ate, you know, yeah. and he was only taking the dog out, you know. Yeah. He was doing the bare minimum, so I need to, I need to make sure the effort is matched in oh, the next sure. relationship. Honestly, I need you to do more than me, cause I done yeah. done, I done done in enough in this lifetime to last me into the next lifetime. Like I just. Well, see, you know, <laughs> they always do say that relationships tend to work more when the man loves like when the man loves the girl likes the girl mm-hmm. more and i've noticed that because girl was cleaning this man's house you know while he was at basketball tournaments and i'm just like i'm not his wife no for real <laughs> like, like, doing wifely things and i this finger is very very much bare yeah. you know so realizing too that you are enough you don't have to do nothing extra you don't have to you know just being yourself is mm. enough you know and i know you said that you're a nurturer you're you're a caterer okay but knowing when you can give that mm. and when you know like basically having that green light for yourself you know not saying you know to put it on guard and everything but not operating and thinking well i need to i need to cater to him so he can love me or i mm-hmm. need to do this so that he can love me. No, mm-hmm. if you're a caterer, do that naturally. You know, if that's who you are as naturally as a person, then okay. But don't do it just thinking, well, if I do it, then he's going to love me more. Because there, there's been a time where I'm thinking, well, you know, if I'm this, like, God-fearing woman, he's going to want me more. And it's just like, no, I can, you know, be metaphysical, and I can be religious, and I can be spiritual. Like, I don't have to be just one thing for mm-hmm. this person to like me or for anybody to like me you know i'm gonna be myself and that's gonna be enough i don't have to you know cook and clean for you just so you think that i'm wifely material like mm-hmm. you see the material this mm-hmm. is enough you know what i'm saying like you see it like i'm not doing ex uh additional things just so you know like that's gonna come with it but i'm, I'm myself and if you don't like me who I am as myself then okay there's somebody out there that will mm-hmm. like there was this uh the guy that I was recently dealing with you know he was saying that I was moody but Jay I think I think with that him saying that I was moody was coming from a place of the gaslighting you mm-hmm. know I'm holding you accountable so I'm moody because the previous day you know I'm like you know just all basically submissive but then the next day, I'm like coming to reality. Like, no, you know me to be submissive. So now I'm calling you out on your shit. Now it's you too moody. Ain't no, don't nobody want to deal with that. Ain't nobody have to deal. Okay, well it just won't be you then. Like mm-hmm. there, there is gonna be somebody that is gonna love me mm-hmm. uh, at at my darkest and at my lowest, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. You chose to leave at my darkest and my lowest, so it means that that's not you then. Mm-hmm. So 
the Asian poet years ago would have probably broke down and cried just like he he said that nobody's gonna deal with that and it's like okay there's somebody who will there there's is. somebody be like okay like you having a bad day let's talk about it instead yeah. of you you know like mm-hmm. what we're not gonna do is you're not gonna take it out on me we're gonna talk about it exactly. and that's the type of <laughs> that's the type of love i need in a relationship right. somebody who's gonna see me through you know whatever i have going on as opposed to just quitting mm-hmm. you know i think people are just so easy to quit these days like we said at the beginning but that's how you see if like you know the person that you're in the relationship with is your actual person because mm-hmm. some people will talk the talk and be like yeah i'm gonna love you through thick mm. and thin i'm gonna be there for you and, you da, da, da. and then as soon as it's time for them to be there for you they and they call on the expressway on the way home and it's just like but i thought you were gonna be here for me mm-hmm. <laughs> you know it's just like they gone somewhere else so yeah it don't mm-hmm. it's just like it you really see things and you really see people and it, like i said it could be platonic or romantic <clears throat> but when things hit the fan that's when you see a person for who they really are like are you going to stick it out with me although that this is quote unquote a dark time for myself or are you going to run you know it's always that fight or flight like are you going to stay and fight it out with me or are you just gonna run and i want the person that's gonna sit here and fight it out with me Mm -hmm. because that's who i know is going it's really pouring into me and wants to build that foundation with me and not just run yeah i think too do you want a partner like say if y'all get married do you want a partner that is going to leave you high and dry when y'all have a disagreement no when y'all go into financial stuff like all these different these hard things that you have to go through and like like no no it's just like and that's what i'm starting to realize and that's also too what's helped me with like moving on from like when relationships end and breakups like just looking at it from a logical standpoint because i remember we were talking about this recently but women are emotional creatures so it's just like we tend to operate off of a lot of emotion after a relationship ends what do we do well what was wrong with me what could i have done better you know i did all of this stuff for him like why would he just up and leave like this like why do we break up and da, da, da. but it's just like we have to look at it at a logical standpoint you know is this person and is his characteristics and what he's showing me is that what i want in a partner you know when we have a disagreement and he blames me for it is that what i really want in a partner no you know so that you know looking at it from a logical standpoint has helped me move on from breakups heartbreaks you know relationships in general whether they again be friendships or romantic relationships so just like looking at it from a logical standpoint and like really asking yourself like is that even what i want in my ideal man (laughs) you know like even with your situation you know and him working a lot it's just like do i want a man that just takes work over me for real or do i want someone who can do that simultaneously Mm -hmm. pour into me while also pouring into work as well so so what's um and we're gonna kind of cap it here but mm-hmm. what's um one piece of advice like that you would give to somebody who is like on their healing journey through like relationships whether that's like you know family um platonic or romantic like what's something that you would give them to help them in their journey um to constantly know yourself and become as much self-aware as you can and what i mean by self-aware is a part it's being part of holding yourself accountable for your toxic traits and your toxic ways or beings Mm -hmm. and then also really being cognizant of what do i need to work on what do i need to heal within myself and stop worrying about Because I feel like some people think that success and healing is external, Mm -hmm. what I have. And it's just like, that has nothing to do with healing. Healing is not about what you have. It's about what you have in the inside, you know. It's about who you are in the inside. That's where I feel like the most healing comes from. You can have the most beautiful car, house, apartment, condo, whatever. 
the most money in the bank or you know a lot of money in the bank but if you don't know who you are and if you're struggling internally none of that stuff that you have on the outside is going to matter so mm -hmm. that my only piece of advice <laughs> would be just to be self-aware as much as you can and hold mm -hmm. yourself accountable and really figure out who you are as a person it's mm -hmm. all about you like everything that you need is within yourself you mm -hmm. just have to really grasp and be in tune with yourself to pull that out and apply it to your life mm -hmm. because some people think you know well i need to maybe go to this i need to get on this medication i need to do this and it's just like you have all the tools you need mm -hmm. you know and i'm going to tie it to god and spirituality because I feel like that's our purpose on this earth to figure out who we are and be locked in with ourselves. We're only here to experience other people and different connections. We're not here to attach to people mm -hmm. and connections. We're only here to experience. So anybody on their healing journey or that healing or even trying to figure out what is the first step to me even healing, to knowing yourself and to figuring out what you need to heal within yourself and asking yourself those hard questions those uncomfortable questions like you know why is it when i get out of a relationship i tend to question myself is it tied to my low self-esteem and how i feel about myself you know even with relationships I've seen where women tend to compare themselves to the other woman and they tend to just start stalking her, not even stalking her, but just literally putting ourselves side by side. Well, he's with her now and well, what does she have that I did? And it's just like, don't even do that. Don't do that. You know, really be locked in with yourself and be focused on yourself. Mm -hmm. That's going to matter the most. If I had to say anything, I would just say that, um, and this is something you've told me, um, but just to be kind with yourself yeah. and to be patient with yourself, you know, cry when you need to cry, scream when you need to scream, yell, when you, need to yell. Yeah. you know, get angry when you need to get angry. Um, because I mean, at the end of the day, like it's your healing and it's your journey and you're going to have to sit with yourself to figure that out. And I think once you figure that out, like you said, that's when you can, you know, um, that's when the universe, God aligns you with what you need to be um aligned with yeah. so just pouring into you in any way imaginable any way possible um and just getting comfortable with yourself yeah. literally because they say it all the time and i heard this like so many times but just how can you be comfortable with somebody else or be with somebody else when you don't even have your ducks in a row you don't have your shit together so just pouring into you yeah 